Welcome to the Roadmap to One Million podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Zeal, and if you're looking for the strategies and stories behind building a big-ass, impactful brand, then you're in the right place. On this show, we'll uncover the strategies, stories, and secrets that you must know in order to take your e-commerce brand to the next level. So if you're ready to uncover your Roadmap to One Million, let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Roadmap to One Million podcast. My name is Stacy, and I am super excited that you are here. I'm super excited to be here. Can I tell you, I haven't recorded a podcast episode in a minute, and I love recording podcasts. I love talking to y'all and giving y'all all of this marketing knowledge that I have and taking everything that I have in my brain and really giving it to you to help you to build the brand of your dreams. And if you are new to my world, welcome again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Stacy, and today we're going to be talking about holiday marketing plans planning tips. We are getting super, super close to the holiday season. And honestly, when I worked at Zappos, we were planning for Q4 in Q1. Okay. And so right now is the perfect time to start planning. If you haven't started planning yet, I did a poll recently on my LinkedIn page and some of my other pages. And a lot of y'all, it was like 80% of y'all have not started planning yet. And so with the holidays fast approaching, I decided to put together this series for you because I want you to understand all that it takes to really, really make a big splash during the holiday season. This season, this is the holiday season is not like any other season throughout the year, right? Like customers are ready to shop. They're not only shopping for themselves, but they're shopping for other people. So there's lots of opportunity. There's so much money to be made during this holiday season, but you're not going to make as much money as you can if you don't plan. So this first episode is about planning your holiday campaign. It's going to give you some 10 tips to help you to get, um, get things going and get your brain going and, and figuring out how we're going to actually bring this to life um, within your organization. We're also going to talk about the next episode is going to be about Facebook ads specifically. And so if you are running Facebook ads, if you're considering running Facebook ads, you definitely want to make sure you tune into that episode because the holiday season, it's very different. Again, like I said, it's very different than running ads throughout the whole year. So even if you have run ads throughout the year, if you haven't, and you've been thinking about it and you decided you want to do it this season, you want to make sure you tune into the next episode. The following episode after that is going to be about influencers this holiday season. I'm going to give you a whole episode on influencer marketing. And this is for brands specifically. This is not for influencers. This is for you as the brand, you as the CEO will understand how to effectively utilize influencers this holiday season to help you to aid in your campaigns, to take your campaigns to the next level. And then I'm going to have a special episode for my cannabis brands. For those of y'all that can't run ads, I'm going to have a special episode for you so you can, so we can talk about holiday for you. What does it look like if you are a brand that cannot run ads on Facebook this holiday season, or you really have limitations on some of the things that you can do marketing wise? How do you still sell out and stand out and make a big splash this holiday season? So that's going to be a special episode there. And this podcast, y'all, is going to, it's, it's now weekly. It is now public. Public. So make sure you share it with your friends. Make sure you you share it with anybody who else who else is planning for the holiday season because this is going to be a really really action packed strategy driven series. In addition to the series, I've created a resource for you. I created a um, holiday marketing checklist that goes with the series. So head over to stacyzeal.co slash checklist so that you can download that. This is something that is going to help you to plan your campaign. So you make sure you have certain things in place that we are going to talk about today and talk about throughout the whole um, series 
So you want to make sure you grab that checklist. And also in that checklist, I have put a special, special timeline in there for you. One of the things that people have been telling me that is a struggle for them is not knowing when to start, when to do what, and all the things. So <clears throat> I put that. So in that checklist, there is a timeline. I mean, there, there's a timeline for your campaigns in there. So you want to know when to start marketing, when you should start increasing things, you know, what should you should be doing on Black Friday, what should you be doing post Cyber Monday, post uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So I'm excited for y'all to check that out. So make sure you head over to stacyzeal.co slash checklist. It's S-T-A-C-Y-Z-E-A-L.co slash checklist. And it will be linked in the show notes below so that y'all can, uh, so that you can just have it handy. So that was a lot. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm super excited for us to get into this series. But before we get into this episode, let me give you a little bit about me. For those who don't know me, welcome. If you are new here, I am super excited for you to be here. So I am a fractional CMO, a fractional chief marketing officer for Black-owned e-commerce brands that are scaling to seven or eight figures. So I have generated $150 million leading paid social efforts at Zappos. I've worked for Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday seasons, and I've run ad campaigns, paid social ad campaigns, primarily Facebook ad campaigns for brands like Adidas, Crocs, Birkenstocks, Merrill, all these very big brands, Zappos, the brand itself, for all of these different brands. And so I know a lot about holiday. I know a lot about marketing. I've been in marketing for 11 years. I've focused primarily on digital marketing for 11 years. So strategy is what I understand. Being able to look at what's going on in the marketplace, what, what your consumer mindset is, and figuring out how to adapt your messaging, how to adapt your campaigns, and how to adapt all the things that you're doing to, to meet them where they are is something I specialize in. And so I am super excited to really help y'all to understand all that goes into planning a Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday campaign. So these tips are going to be super helpful for you when you are planning your holiday, Black Friday, Cyber Monday campaigns. And so why you should start planning early, that's one of the tips. But before we go into the tips, let me give you, let me paint a picture to you of why you really, really, really want to make sure that you are taking some time to plan out your Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday campaigns. When I was doing some research, ROI Revolution, they said that on, in 2021 on Cyber Monday, consumers generated $10.7 billion in revenue. In one day, on Cyber Monday, Black Friday, $8.9 billion. And even before that, Thanksgiving, $5.1 billion. That's the third highest spent day during the holiday season. Following that is November 12th. So you want to make sure you start early, right? That means there's so much money to be on the table, y'all. There's so much money to be made during this time of year. This is the time of year when e-commerce brands and when online product brands, when they go from, you know, maybe not as having as great of a season to now being profitable because you're making so much money during this season and you need to make sure that you plan. And so when I also was doing some research, retail, um, retail dive said that spending is predicted to rise four to 6% this year. So customers are going to be spending more money. There was, it, is a, it is a decrease in the percentage, percentage-wise, of how much that has increased year over year because last year it increased about 15%. But this year it's, going to, it's still going to increase 4 to 6%. We have inflation. We have all these things going on. But either way, people are still going to be spending money this holiday season. And so you want to make sure that you are there. They also, Retail Dive predicted that, they're going to, that e-commerce sales are going to be about 260 to $264 billion this holiday season. So what does that mean? This is our Super Bowl, y'all. This is the time of year that e-commerce brands are working towards. If you think about the Super Bowl, if you think about football, football season just started, so this is a great reference. Football season 
from the day one of football, so even, even from the preseason of football, the goal, the reason that they are showing up every day on that court, I mean, on that field, is for the Super Bowl. Right? They're, every game is in is is leading up to the Super Bowl. Every game, I want to win. They want to win every game so that they can win the ultimate game. It's not about winning just one game, right? It's not just about winning one quarter out of the year. It's not about just winning one month out of the year. It's about figuring out how do you use this year to prepare you for your Super Bowl? How do you use what you have done this year to prepare you to make a big splash during this Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday season? So that's what we're talking about here. That's the magnitude of what this is. So don't just throw some shit together. Hey, are you doing all the things when you'd rather be CEOing? What if instead of doing the, all the things like figuring out the marketing strategy and leading the team, you could free up your time to focus on other areas of your business that really need your attention? That's possible when you work with my team at Stacey Zaling Co. We are strategic marketing partners for e-commerce brands that want to take their sales and impact to the next level. Ready to stop playing small and do what it takes to become a big-ass impactful brand? Head over to RoadmapTo1Million.com to book a call with me. Don't wait. Now. Right now is your time. Head over to RoadmapTo1Million.com to book a call with me. I look forward to helping you get to your next level. Let's jump into these 10 tips. So first tip, we're going to knock it out the way early because I know that we, you know, this is one of the things I've been talking about and talking about for the last couple of weeks is one tip. One is to plan your campaigns early and outside of just being able to give yourself more time. But here's the thing. I did some research and a lot of different places are predicting that consumers are going to start shopping earlier this year. And they predict this every year, right? But because so consumers start shopping earlier and earlier every year. And so you want to make sure that you are top of mind when your customers start shopping. You have early shoppers, you have late shoppers, you have shoppers like me who wait to literally like the day or two before that they had the cutoff to order their stuff or they're running out to the store last minute to get things. That's me, right? But you also have these people who are super, super early, who plan things in advance. And so you want to make sure that if you're starting your campaigns early and you're planning early, you can capture those people. Because either way, here's the thing. Those people are going to be shopping early regardless of whether they shop with you or not, right? Early shoppers shop early. So if they want, if you have a product that they want and there is a competitor of yours that's starting to market, you know, early sales or early promotions or, you know, holiday season early, that's going to capture their attention because they're an early shopper, Right. And then so in addition to that, planning early also gives you the opportunity to test your messaging, test your ad target, especially if you're running Facebook ads. And we're going to go into this next week for the next episode. But planning early gives you the opportunity to test your messaging, test your ad targeting, test your creative types. Because at, at because the, when we start, start to get into a frenzy, when we start to get into the, to the meat of the, of the fourth quarter, you should be using your best stuff. You should be using stuff that works. You should be hitting hard on things that you have tested. And if you give yourself time, you can really start to test these things. So that way, once you start, once, once your consumers are ready to go, you are using your best stuff. Okay. And then it also helps you to do, to also be able to secure the best influencers. And we're going to talk about influencers a little later, but I want you to understand that the best influencers are going to be booked up by the time you start planning, by the start, by the time the holiday season starts, right? You need to give them time to 
get to book them, to brief them, and then to also have them to get the content and all that kind of good stuff. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But that was tip one is to plan your campaigns early. Let's talk about tip number two. Tip number two is to look at your data. We in marketing should always be making data-driven decisions. And so this is the time of year when you really, really, really don't want to be relying on new things. You really don't want to be testing new things you've never tried before because people are ready to shop. They either going to shop with you or they're going to shop with your competitor, right? And so you want to make sure that you get your best messaging in front of them. And you want to double down on what has worked in your business. So here are some things. Look at your social media insights. Look at your Google Analytics. Oh my goodness, y'all, I can't tell you how many clients I have to let them know that they need to put a Google Analytics on their site, right? Google Analytics has so much information. You can look at your, you know, email numbers. What subjects lines are being opened up the most? What subject line structures are opened up the most? Which emails get the most clicks? How do you structure, which, which, you know, which ways do you, when you're structuring your emails, you know, where are they clicking, right? All of this stuff matters. And you want to make a list of what has worked. Make a list of what has worked in your business. So that way you can take a look into what has worked this year. And so you can look and say like, hmm, okay, this year when we talked about fibroids, curing fibroids, that that message hits home to a lot of people more so than all these other messages. Let's try to double down on doing some, on doing some more messaging like that. If you see that, that, that reels are really taking off for you, you want to start to batch those things in advance because reels take time to build up, right? We know that they take a couple, take some time to build up. And so you don't want to start wait, you know, you don't want to start your build up on black Friday. You know, if you know that stuff in advance, you can plan to say, hey, let's start pushing out some reels early because we know our reels take like three or four days to ramp up. That's what data-driven decisions mean. It means to look at all of the things that have that has worked and what has not worked because it's just as important to know what does not work as it is to know what does work. You have to know what audiences you're targeting on Facebook that don't work in order to find the ones that do work. So it's super important. And you also, lastly, in this topic, in this tip, you want to look at the campaigns from last year. So if you ran Black Friday or Cyber Monday or holiday campaigns last year, what worked? We always, this is something I, we always did at Zappos when I worked there. We always did a post campaign um, retro. And what that is, is that it, after the, after Black Friday, Cyber Monday, we did a wrap up of our campaigns and say, what worked, what didn't work, how'd it go? What, what, what did our numbers pull in? So that way next year, I can just go back and look at that deck, right? I don't need to actually go back through and figure out like, what worked and what didn't work because I have a deck that tells me because I set myself up for the next year. Okay. So look back at your data from last year, start to compile all this stuff into a PowerPoint presentation to a Google doc, something, some document that you and your team has access to. So that way, when you're thinking about your campaigns, you can go back and say like, Hey, these are the audiences that work. These are the top channels that worked. This is where, this is how we're going to allocate budget this year because we know that Instagram and Instagram ads worked really, really well versus TikTok. And so we're not going to lean too much into TikTok ads. We're going to lean more into Instagram ads. This is how you make, this is how you make data driven decisions, right? Look at the data and make the decision. <laughs> okay. Number three, number three is to book your influencers early. And so we have an episode that's going that's coming up. I have an ex, an episode that's coming up on influencers, and I also have some 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 awesome things that's gonna help, some tools and things that's gonna help you with influencers. But right now, on a high level, let's talk about why influencers. 
So why influencers? According to Digital Marketing Institute, 49% of consumers depend on influencer recommendations and 40% have purchased something after seeing it on Twitter, YouTube, or Instagram. And then from everyone social, 89% of marketers say the ROI from influencer marketing is comparable or better than other channels. So if you have been using influencers this year, if you have wanted to dive into influencer marketing for this holiday and want to get some influencer content for this holiday season, you have to understand that the best influencers are going to be gone by the, if you wait. They're going to be gone. Brands book influencers out months in advance. Big brands book them out months in advance. Big brands have contracts with influencers to make it so that they give them specific amounts of content every year and they're baking in holiday content. Okay? So it takes time to create. You have to find the right influencers. You have to book them. Then you have to brief them and tell them what you're trying to get, you know, get tell them information about the campaign and what you want them to do. And then you have to get the content back in time for Black Friday and your holiday campaigns. So that's a lot of time, right? And then you always have to keep in mind that there are always delays, right? There are always delays. Something happens with the, you know, with the, with the content. So you want to make sure you give people a timeline. And in the, in the, in the um, tools and stuff I put together, I do give you a, you know, some and examples of briefs and all that kind of stuff that you can give to your influencers to help you with that campaign. So watch out for that. But I remember one time um, at Zappos, we were using influencer agencies. We had a lot of influencers. So we were using influencer agencies. And one time the agency ordered the wrong shoe and sent the wrong shoe to the influencers, the wrong style of shoe, right? Same brand, but the wrong type, the wrong exact shoe, right? And so we got content back with the wrong shoe. So what do, you, what do we do? We can't run that, right? We can't use that because that's not the right shoe, right? It's similar. It's not the right shoe, right? And so it had to be reshot. And so that causes delays. So keep in mind that you need to bake in enough time to give to for, for to account for delays so that your whole campaign is not tied up in influencer creative, right? Waiting on influencers to give you their stuff back. And it takes time, shipping delays, all kinds of stuff. Like, so make sure you give yourself time. Book them in advance. Okay. All right, number four. So number four is you want to make sure you're calling out your sales, your deals, your bundles, whatever you're going to be doing for the holiday season. So don't assume that people will know or just assume you're having a sale, right? You want to make sure you're saying we're having a Black Friday sale. We're having a Cyber Monday sale. So even if you like if you're running ads, particularly if you're, you know, in your email subject lines, all these things in your social content, you want to make sure that if you're having a deal, Say we're having a deal. If we have a bundle, this is the bundle. If we're having a sale, X percent off or use this coupon or, you know, whatever the sale is, make it easy for people, but also make it apparent, make them understand like, oh yes, they are having a Black Friday sale because that's what people are looking for. People are looking for sales and deals at this time of year. That's why this time of year is different than a lot of the other times of year. One of the reasons that it's different because people are looking for sales and deals think about what you like I remember my family when we used to um, you know on Black Friday on the well Thanksgiving we used to everybody would bring their uh their their circulars that they got in the mail with all the deals and the sales of all the stores and we would talk about like okay who's getting what what are y'all buying you know what's on your list for Black Friday all that kind of stuff so people are looking for sales deals discounts bundles all the things okay and so if that is something that you are offering which I suggest you do is that you make sure that's apparent. 
So that's things like on your site header, make sure you're calling out that there's a sale or there's a deal or there's a bundle. Make sure that you are putting that on social. Make sure you're saying that in all your emails. Make sure that you're putting that, making it very apparent in your ads, okay? So all of that stuff, make sure you're telling people what the sale is. Or no, don't just assume people are going to just say like, oh, all the brand, all brands are having a sale this time of year. People are not going to think that. People are not making very in-depth logical decisions, right? They're not doing tons and tons of research. They're not doing all like, if you're having a sale, it's like, oh, cool, they're having a sale. I like that brand. Let me go check them out, right? Okay, so let's move on to number five. Number five is to segment your customers. So when I worked for large brands, um, we had KPIs or key performance indicators for different customer segments. So like new customers versus existing customers and then even drilling into different life cycles and stuff there. But the thing about it is like why that's important is because your customers want personalized messaging. They want to understand that you understand them and that you connect with them. And so the most basic way you can segment your customers is into new and existing customers. And so you want to be talking to new customers as if they're new customers. So figuring out like, what are the things that new customers need to know in order to make a decision to buy from you? All right. What are those, what decisions do they need to make? So things like, what are your value props? If you're offering free shipping, free returns, all those kinds of things, those are great things to put in your messaging for new customers. You know, uh, there are things that you can do for existing customers to incentivize them, to let them know like, hey, thank you for being a loyal customer. Give them, maybe you give them an extra, maybe you give your existing customers a, a deal, so an extra bonus that new customers don't get, a, don't take advantage of. Maybe you give them bonus points if you are in a, if you have a loyalty program. Maybe you have special messaging on your site if you can that says like, thank you for being a loyal customer or you're sending out emails specifically to your existing customer saying like, thank you for being a loyal customer. We wanted to give you an extra you know, incentive or extra, extra deal for the, an extra thank you for being a great customer. Here's a bonus coupon. Here's, you know, something that you can share with friends or whatever it is, right? Like something that makes them feel special for being an existing customer. Okay. So you can even like things like suggesting products based on their purchase history. So like, Oh, you like this? Would you like this? You know, we think that you would like this. So these are kinds of things that you can definitely do to make people feel more special and to make people, you know, feel like they are more connected to your brand. Tip number six is to increase your email frequency. So the ROI on email is very high. <laughs> um, email marketing is one of those channels that is necessarily considered somewhat of a free channel. Um, and I put my fingers in quotes, you can't see that. <laughs> um, but email marketing continues to show that it is a huge driver for sales or, or even a huge component of sales, you know, because if you're thinking about your marketing, all of your marketing should be working together, right? Like your Facebook ads and your email marketing, there are things that you should be doing to help them to both work together. So that way the Facebook ads don't have to do all the heavy lifting and you get more traffic and things into your email, to, you know, to your email to get more sales and stuff like that. So Never Bounce reports that 27% of orders on Black Friday are driven by email. So 27%. So what does that mean for you as the CEO, as the, as the marketer, the person leading your marketing? Is that if you send once a week, you want to start to increase that. Maybe you send three times a week during this time of year. People are, brands are increasing the amount of emails that they send. All brands, as they get, all big brands, especially as they get closer to Black Friday, to Cyber Monday, to holiday season, they're increasing the number of emails that they're sending. So people are getting more emails. 
your customers are getting more emails. And what does that mean? That means that if you're sending one a week, they're, they're going to lose it, right? It's going to be lost in a sea of emails that are from everybody else trying to get you to buy. And people who are not shy about sending their email list. People who are like, yeah, I'm going to email, email my list three times a day, right? You know, so like understand that you want to start to increase your email frequency right now. And so things that you can also do in addition to your broadcast emails, increase your abandoned cart email frequency. So let's say that, you know, you have an automatic um, abandoned cart setup, which you should, right? You have an email that goes out and said, hey, you left, you put this in your cart, you left off, pick up, pick back up where you're at, where you left off. Boom. Very simple, very straightforward. What happens if you add two of those? So if they don't buy on the first one, you add another one. Maybe if they don't buy on the first two, you add a third, right? If you already have three and you see that three is successful, maybe you add a fourth, you know? So these are kinds of things. Again, these are data-driven decisions. So you're looking at your data to say, I'm like, okay, what is the conversion rate on my abandoned cart emails? My abandoned cart emails, the conversion rate is 60%. Okay, maybe if I add a couple more emails, I can increase that. I can increase that from 60% to 65 or 70%, okay? So- and, in a, and, and, and and it goes without saying, but I want to make sure I say it so that you understand that on Black Friday, you should be sending multiple emails. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you should be sending at least two or three emails. Something in the morning for the early risers, something in the afternoon, and something in the evening for the people who are like waiting to the last minute, like, hey, sale's almost over. You might want to, you know, make sure you do this now, <laughs> right? So on those days, particularly, you want to be sending multiple emails. But during this time of year, especially the holiday season, you want to start to gradually increase the amount of emails that you're sending per week and start to figure out like where are some places that you can actually increase the volume of emails that go out. And that would then help to increase the conversion rate of your emails. All right, three more. So let's go to number seven. So number seven is tighten up your landing pages. So a lot of brands think, that in order to increase sales, they need to increase their ad spend. But honestly, you can increase your revenue and your sales without increasing your ad spend if you pay attention to your landing pages. Because at the end of the day, people are gonna be visiting specific pages on your site, whether you're sending ads there, whether it's you know organic traffic, whatever it is. There are landing pages, there are pages on your site. And so you, what you wanna do is you wanna look at the conversion rate, which is the conversion rate is visits over purchases, like how many people visited and how many people actually actually purchased on your landing page of your car and, and of your cart, right? Not just of your the landing page that people land on, but of your, your checkout process, right? Like how many, what's the conversion rate? Are people falling off? Like, is it only 50%? How do we get that to, to 60, 70, 80%, right? And so if you look at the individual landing page and you can increase your conversion rate from 40%, let's say, to 50%, you make more money without having to spend more on ads or having to spend more, you know, to do more things, to spend more money in paid traffic and Google ads and all the things that you're going to be using, right? So you want to make sure that you're looking at your landing pages and figuring out, like, what is my baseline conversion rate for this landing page? What is it converting at right now? What is it converted at, you know, throughout the year? Is there a change that I can make that will increase it gradually? Is there a way for me to rearrange products? Should I be sorting my, you know, should I be sending people to an assortment page because my assortment pages have a higher conversion rate than my standard PDP pages or standard product display pages? If you're sending, and then if you're saying like, oh, my assortment pages convert at, you know, 50%, but if I sort them by best sellers and land people on my best sellers, with my best sellers floated to the top, then it goes to 60%. These are data driven. These are data points that you need to understand as the CEO, as the marketer, to make sure that you are 
creating incremental growth in your business. This is how you scale, right? It's not about doing all the things. It's about figuring out what is already working and how do I make it better? And that includes your landing pages, that includes your homepage, that includes your checkout process, your cart. Maybe if you added a mobile wallet to your cart, your, your conversion rate would go up. More people would be able to finish that checkout process, right? So things that, these are kinds of things that you can start to think of. And they can be small changes that you can make that make a big difference. Okay, number eight. So number eight is know who your people are shopping for and make it easy for them. And so I've been saying, as we've been thinking about, this time of year is very different than any other time of year. Because usually throughout the year, people are shopping for themselves. They may be shopping for their kids, shopping for their families. But they're really kind of, you know, they're not shopping for a lot of different people. During this time of the year, it's gifting season. It's holiday time. People are festive and all the things. So people are shopping for their for their partners, their kids, their parents, themselves, their aunts, their, you know, their cousins. All the people are shopping for a lot of different people, their best friends, right? People are shopping. People are doing white elephants in offices and all kinds of stuff, right? People are shopping for people other than themselves. And so what does that mean? That means that as a brand, you have an opportunity to tap into people who are shopping for other people. So you may get people that land on your site that have never been there before, that have never shopped for what you for what you sell before because it's not a product that they would buy for themselves. It's something that they're getting for someone else. And so let me give you an example. So let's say you sell beard products. Let's say that you have, you know, some kind of product that, that helps with, with beard care. And so you might get wives, girlfriends, partners that are looking for a gift for someone who has a beard. They don't, they themselves probably don't have a beard, right? Because they will probably be, if they did, they might be buying them the products that they, that they use, right? But let's assume, let's assume that they don't have a beard or they don't shop for beard care products. And so can you give them, can you create a gift guide for someone or can you create a bundle for someone that says, this is a beginner beard kit, right? For people who are just starting to grow their beards out. And then I'm like, Ooh, Okay, that's cool. Yeah, my, my partner is just starting to build out, just, just starting to grow out their beard. They're really getting into it. They're in this No Shave November thing. I'm going to get them a kit for the holidays, right? And so, at, so, so can you also maybe give them a quiz or something that they can take that gives them some options that's bund- that, that decreases the amount of products that they see so they don't get overwhelmed, okay? So these are kinds of things that you can do to attract people to your site who are not necessarily your core customer, but are shopping for people who are a part of your core customer. So think about like your core customer and think about all of the different, you know, limbs that they may have attached to them. Like they may have a spouse, they may have a kid, they may have, you know, a a, a cousin or something that's shopping for them. But that person is not someone who regularly shops for your product. And so if they're overwhelmed, they're not going to be able to make a decision. So you want to be able to make it as easy as possible for them by giving them, saying like, hey, is this who you're shopping for? Boom, right there. This is what you need to buy them. Someone who's been growing their beard for 20 years and are looking for organic products that, you know, are better for the environment, boom, boom, boom. Here you go. Get them this, this, and this. Someone has skin, you know, someone has, you know, you're buying something for someone who has skin, uh, who has, um, was a skincare issue. It's, 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 it's this, boom, buy them this right? So those are some ways that you can position your products as a gift to attract new buyers. All right, number nine. Number nine is don't forget to plan for post-Cyber Monday. So y'all, 
people are still shopping post Cyber Monday. And so you don't want to just stop your marketing after Cyber Monday or just go back to business as usual after Cyber Monday because people are still looking for gifts. People are going to office parties. They have events. They have fundraisers. They have charitable giving. They have Christmas parties, all the things that they have to do post. They have new, you know, New Year's parties, all that stuff. They have that post Cyber Monday. So people are still shopping and they're still looking for products that they may need. But you as the marketer, you as the CEO, you have to start to shift your messaging a little bit and start to, you know, talk to them about these office parties that they're going to attend to showing them positioning your product as the best thing that they need to take to this fundraiser or charitable gift, charitable event that they have to give to, that they have to go to. Right. So think about your post Cyber Monday plan and figuring out like, okay, we maybe, are we doing a clearance sale? Are we doing, you know, just shifting to holiday party messaging and saying like, these are the perfect things to accompany your holiday festivities. So continue to market after post Cyber Monday and think about that. Make sure that you're putting a plan in place to say like, okay, when we flip our messaging from Cyber Monday to business as usual, it's not business as usual still, right? We're still in holiday time. People are still shopping for holiday things. People are still buying gifts, right? So make sure you think about that. Make sure you're keeping in mind the uh, post Cyber Monday season between Cyber Monday through December, through the end of the, you know, through the, you know, shipping cutoff for, for Christmas. And then even that after that, after Christmas, right? Like New Year's is still there. So people are still going to be shopping for things. All right, y'all, last tip. So last one is number 10 is going to be to keep your team motivated. And so let me tell you, this time of year as a marketer, especially is so stressful. <laughs> and even outside of that, even outside of work, it's just the most, I don't, I don't know about you, but I feel like when we get to Q4, when we get to holiday season, it just feels like frantic energy. Like it just feels like everything is like, go, 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 got to do this, got to get that, all the things, right? Um, and so it's extra stressful, especially if you work in e-commerce, especially if you work in retail, it's extra stressful. Um, and because this time of the year is super stressful, I remember one of the things that Zappos would do is they would have fun activities and parties and all kinds of things that we could do on campus. And I remember we used to have to be in the office literally like five o'clock in the morning on Cyber Monday, y'all. Like, are coming in pajamas and we just in there, right, with um, with coffee and all of these activities and music and all the stuff. And so you want to make sure that as the CEO. You keep your team motivated as the leadership in your team, that you keep your team motivated because it's a stressful time. It's a stressful, like Black Friday through Cyber Monday is probably, has probably been the most stressful time of my career. And even if you are planning in advance, even I mean, I'm talking had ads built before Black Friday, <laughs> like, you know, every, had everything set to ready to go. So that way on Black Friday, it, it would, campaigns were just live, right? Before, before I was even awake, Right. But even if, even in that, it's still a stressful time. I remember one time, uh, one Black Friday, um, Facebook broke. <laughs> like, it wasn't working. Like, it went down. And it's like, oh my gosh, we're like, we are trying to hit our goals. You know, we have daily goals of different things that we're doing. We have segment goals and all kinds of stuff. And Facebook is down. And so it's like, what are we supposed to do? We can't just sit on our heels, but we really kind of just had to sit on our heels until it came back up, right? Like we were just like, okay, what are we going to do? Like we're talking to our Facebook reps, reaching out to them. So all that, like it's stressful regardless of how far in advance you plan and all the things. So 
Um, you want to make still so th some things that you can do if it's not, you know, it doesn't have to be on a large scale like that, like, you know, getting massage therapists and having all these activities and stuff like that. But it, what, what it can be is buying your people lunch or breakfast, you know, give, give them some, some self-care things, you know, make sure that they take time, make sure that they, take, that they actually take breaks. Share your revenue milestone. So share what, how much money you've made or how much money we've made. That's motivating because if like, okay, we know that we want to make, you know, X millions of dollars or X thousands of dollars and we're getting close and the efforts that I'm putting in are getting us close. That's motivating. It's like, yes, let's get that goal. Let's get over that goal. What can we do to get over that goal? Right? So share those things with your people. It's very, very motivating. And so I remember one time I went to a Facebook party, a holiday party for Facebook this was post Cyber Monday and I met this woman who got an award. She got an award at her company for spending the most money profitable, profitably having ROI positive on Cyber Monday. Y'all, she spent $75 million with Facebook ads. I was like, you spent how much sis? Like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, right? I didn't even have this reaction in front of her because I just played it cool. Like, oh wow, you know? I mean, I'm sure I was like, yeah, that's a lot. But I was like, yeah, you know, that's, that's dope, right? And I had to realize like, oh, I am being severely, I, I am se spending severely under underneath, under what she's spending, right? Like in one day, that's how much you spent, wow. Um, so, you know, so when you think about the magnitude of the possibilities, that's really what I want to instill in y'all is that the possibilities for this time of year, like I've seen it. I've seen how much money one brand or one company can make on one day of the year on the highest spending day of the year. I've seen it, right? I've seen the numbers. And so there's a lot of opportunity out here for you. There's a lot of opportunity. So you wanna make sure of anything that I said to you, get started early, right? And so next week, we're gonna talk about Facebook ads specifically for holiday time. We're gonna talk about how it's a little different than any other time of the year. And so I want to make sure that you go and grab that holiday marketing checklist. Head over to stacyzeal.co slash checklist, S-T-A-C-Y-Z-E-A-L dot C-O slash checklist. It's also in the show notes, a link in the show notes. Grab that checklist. Make sure that you get started early. Put your help, delegate some things to your team so that y'all can really make a splash and really get a big piece of this money that is going to be spent during this time of the year. Because people want to shop with you. They want to shop with smaller brands. They want to shop with brands that they feel connected to. They want to shop with black-owned brands. That's what people want to do this year. So as black-owned brands, as marketers, as CEOs, we have to make sure that we are ready for them and that we position our products in their you know, we put the, we put our sales and deals and all the things that we're doing. We make sure that we make it easy for our customers to actually convert into a sale, right? Make sure we stay visible. Make sure we stand out. So let's get this money, y'all. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found some, uh, that you got some things valuable out of this. And I will see you next week when we are going to be talking about Facebook ads specifically for holiday time. Thank you so much for listening to the Roadmap to One Million podcast. I just know you got a nugget or two from that episode that will take your brand to the next level if you take action. Keyword, take action. So head over to stacyzeal.co slash checklist to get a free resource that will help you to take action on what you learned today so that you can get on to building the brand of your dreams. And be sure to leave us a review so businesses like yours can get this gold as well. All right, y'all. I'll see you on the next episode.